morning for your exceeding great and precious promises. And we thank you, Lord, that another one of those exceeding great and precious promises is that we are not to fear. Amen. Because you have not given us a spirit of fear, but you've given us a spirit of love, power, and a sound mind. And we thank you for it. In Amen. Jesus' name, Amen. You see, love power and a sound mind you know if I could just read what it says you know uh, the King James says for God hasn't given us a spirit of, the spirit of fear but a spirit of love power and a sound mind and in 2 Timothy 1 7 in the um New Living Translation, it says, For God has not given us a spirit of fear and timidity, but of power, love, and self-discipline. Isn't that lovely? See, we can discipline ourselves to not allow fear to come. Because the devil, the God of this world, works through fear. You, you have a look at the news. It's all about fear. You must do this and you must do that. And so that's what's happening in the world today. So in Second Peter and verse 1 and 2, it says, you see, he is the God of all grace. And we have to know that he is the God of love. Now, in Second Peter, and chapter 1 and verse 2, now, if I could just borrow your version there, because I'll be reading from the New King James and the New Living Translation. In Second Peter, verse 2 says, May God give you more and more grace and peace as you grow in the knowledge of God and Jesus our Lord. See, this Jesus is in this book from beginning to end, from Genesis to Revelation. Because Revelation is all about him. And the Holy Spirit reveals Jesus to us. And so he wants us to grow in the knowledge so that we know him and the power of his resurrection. You see, we need resurrection power, especially in this day and age. So he does not want us to fear. Now, soundness of mind. Now, you see, today in the world, people, the biggest thing that's draining our health um, system at the moment is mental health. Mm. Yeah. 
Because people have not got soundness of mind. And they're troubled in their mind, and that's what the enemy does. Mm. They're fearful what's going to happen. They hear a bad report, and you see, soundness of mind is the big medical issue of today. It all centers around mental health and mental well-being. Now, in Romans 12, 2, it does say that we're to renew our minds, that we're not to conform to this world, but we're to renew our minds. And how are we going to do it? By the Word of God. See, this is not only our answer book, this is our instruction book. Mm -hmm. And this gives us instructions for life. And what has happened in the churches, the ministers, the fivefold ministry gifts that Jesus gives to men, it is to equip the saints. And if the enemy can stop you from being equipped, you can't do the work of the ministry. Because we've all been given the ministry of reconciliation. Even a Christian who's only been born one day has got the ministry of reconciliation where they can tell people about Mm. Jesus. Mm. Mm. And so what's happened is he wants to keep you from the Word. So in a lot of churches, the Word of God is not being preached. They talk about the Word and they'll quote the word, but people aren't sitting there with their Bibles open or on their, they, you, people today have it on their phone, and they're not, they're not being instructed in righteousness, in the right way to live. And they're not strong because the pastors want them to always be running to them and running everything by them. But no, God wants us equipped so that we can live a life out there and people will want the life that we're living out there. Because people remember more of what they see than what they hear, don't they? And they're watching us and they think, well, oh, they're good people, they go to church. But they still see them suffering the same as what they are, you know? And then they get this idea, well, if I become a Christian, I've got to give up this and I've got to... You give up nothing. You gain. For me to live is Christ, to die is gain, you know? So we need to renew our minds daily. So in um, the King... uh, in this one here, where it says in Romans 12, 2, I'll read one as well. And so, dear brothers and sisters, I plead with you to give your bodies to God because of all he has done for you. Let them be a living sacrifice, the kind he will find acceptable. This is truly the way to worship him. Now, verse 2 says, Don't copy the behavior and customs of the world, 
but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. Then you will learn to know God's will for you, which is good and pleasing and perfect. See, you will only be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Mm -hmm. I can just borrow your one. Because, um, therefore, now the King James Version says, and do not be conformed, of the 12.2 of Romans, do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you may prove that what is good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Mm. Now, the will of God is the word of God. Yes. Yeah. Because the, the word of God is Jesus. Mm. Because John 1, 1 says, in the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, mm. and the word was God. The same was in the beginning. All things were made by him, and by him all things consist. And there wasn't anything made that wasn't made by him. And, um, you know, this is why is the difference between a stone building. If you look in, when I, I'm in England, they've got... A, we went into a church that was 800 years old. It was all built of stone. Because stone is what God made. Mm -hmm. Stone is not man-made. Bricks are man-made. And bricks crumble and fall like that. That one in Florida, that big uh, apartment building as man-made. But had it been built in stone, it wouldn't have crumbled. So that I'm just throwing that, that's just a little golden nugget, so we'll get back. You see, everything that God makes is lasting. And that's why we're made in his image and we won't die, we will live forever. Because there's no death in him. So, our minds must be renewed on a daily basis to stay strong in the Lord and the power of his might. You see, fear leads to torment. Now, this is what fear does. Fear eliminates the ability to see what's happening in the spirit realm so that your spiritual senses are nullified by your natural senses. Don't allow your natural senses to nullify your spiritual senses. And then uh, we read in the story in 2 Kings 6, 6.13. So in 2 Kings 6.13, remember, Elijah is standing there with Gezi, his servant. And he's surrounded by an army of 6,000. You can read the story in 2 Kings 6, 13 to 16. It's only a few verses. He's surrounded by the army. And Gezi 
is going with his natural senses. Yeah. You know, she's going with his spiritual senses. And what does Gazi I say to him? Oh, Father, what shall we do? What shall we do? We're surrounded. And Elisha looks at him and he said, there's more with us than there is with them. Now, there's only two in the natural. <laughs> Gazy eyes looking at him and he see, And this is what the world does with us. When I say, God's for me, who can be against me? Who cannot curse me because I'm blessed? They don't see what I see. I we are surrounded. See where I'm coming from? So, 2 Kings 6, 13, 16 says, And what did Elijah do? He said, open his eyes, open his spiritual eyes. And when his eyes was open, he saw the chariots of fire that were surrounded by him. And that's like us. See, it, we have to see with the, our spiritual eyes. And I know, I do, I know that virus cannot come near me because I am divinely protected. See, it's one thing to believe the word, it's another thing to act on the word. And you speak it into being. You did not get the realization of your salvation till you said, Jesus is Lord. You could think it and think it, but you have to speak it. Faith has to be in two places, in, the, in your heart and in your mouth. And it doesn't matter. See, Elijah wasn't moved by anything I was saying. It wasn't moved by his fear. Mm -hmm. So there you have, you have fear and faith side by side. Mm -hmm. And that's what people will see. They'll think, well, why is it? Mm -hmm. And they will try and persuade you because they'll say, yes, but. Yeah, <laughs> you know, all the time. <laughs> and you just have to let it roll over and roll over and what happens then when they finish speaking, you can just, with the word of God. So, you know, we have to not allow our natural senses to nullify our spiritual senses. We need to renew our mind to kingdom thinking. We need to remind ourselves of Second Timothy 1.7, that God hasn't given us, Spirit of fear, but love, power, and a sound mind. We need to take hold of his great and exceeding precious promises that he came to give us life, and that life more abundantly. Now that's John 10.10. 10. We have to realize when things come upon us, whether it be sickness, whether it be poverty, whether it be persecution, we have to realize that we are the children of God and that we've been given all things that pertain to life and godliness. Because if we read Second Peter um, verse 3, we read verse 2, mm -hmm. 
Grace and peace be multiplied to you in the knowledge of God and of Jesus Christ our Lord. Verse 3, as his divine power, his divine power has given to us all things that pertain to life and godliness through the knowledge of him who called us by glory and virtue. See, the only way you're going to stand and be strong in the Lord is to know him and the power of his resurrection you need to grow in the knowledge of him grow in the word grow in the word learn the word get it in your heart so that when you're in a situation it will come out of your mouth you won't always you're not carrying a bible you've got to have it in here see i can quote most of the scriptures but I like to put them before my eyes when, when I can mm. and because that way I see more. Mm. But I have to, he said he would write it on the tables of my heart. Mm. It, we have to write it into oh. our spirit so that our natural senses will not override mm. yeah. and nullify our spiritual senses. Yeah. So, um, you see, this is what the ministers should be doing from... This is what God ordained a fivefold ministry to perfect the saints mm -hmm. so that they can be strong in the Lord and go out and do the work of the ministry because they, and have the lambs. The sheep have the lambs. The shepherd's job, which is like the pastor's, the minister's job, is to make sure the sheep get good grass, mm -hmm. good food, mm -hmm. so that they have milk to give to the sheep. Mm -hmm. They have the word. Mm -hmm. And their best sermon is the one-on-one. -on -one. Mm -hmm. Nothing beats, the, or, or like we are now, mm -hmm because we're all individuals and we're all in different stages, aren't we, of life, you know? And so here Peter is saying, I'll just wind up with this now, take hold of his great and exceeding precious promises that he came to give you life and that more abundantly. Now that's John 10.10, 10, because the thief, the God of this world, Will, comes to rob you, to steal from you, to take the word from you. But he has come to give us life and that more abundantly. We have been given by his divine power all things that pertain to life and godliness through the knowledge of him who called us by glory and virtue. Grace and peace, now in verse 2 he says, grace and peace, we're in, still in Second Peter mm -hmm. chapter 1 yeah. and verse 2, he says, grace and peace is multiplied as we grow in the knowledge of our Lord and Saviour. As we grow in 
the knowledge of God and our Lord and Saviour, Jesus Christ. It's through these great and exceeding great and precious promises that we become partakers of his divine nature. And we are able to escape the corruption that is in the world through lust and greed. So, and we're not, con you see, lust and greed, people are never contented. They're not contented, they're never satisfied. They get a car, and they want a bigger car. They get a house, they want a bigger house. They've got clothes, they want more clothes, they want more stuff. But they're never really satisfied. And they cover what other people have got. The only thing we're to cover is the word of God <laughs> to become more like him. So we do need to just really, really speaking, we need to realize that we have these exceeding great and precious promises that God has given to us mm -hmm. and he's not a man that he would lie. What he said he will do. Amen. He will do it. Father, we thank you for your word this morning. We thank you that your word is quick and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword and that your word is a, a lamp to our feet and a light to our path. And we will not stumble and we will not fall, but we will walk in the ways of the Lord. In Jesus' name, amen.